12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Joining us on the line is ABC News journalist Jason Dacey, all the way from Brisbane. Jason, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Adrian. Very excited about this potential new travel bubble between Singapore and Australia. Yeah, let's get straight to it. Big news coming out of Australia. They're in the final stages of concluding a quarantine-free travel bubble with Singapore that could be established within next week. This, according to Prime Minister Scott Morrison, he was actually here in Singapore a few months ago. He met Prime Minister Lee Hsien Lung and said there that it's just a few months away. But what can we expect from this travel bubble? Because Australia wasn't meant to open to international travelers this year, but something has happened in the last few weeks and everything has changed, I guess, for the better. Yes, indeed, Adrian. It could just be a few days away because the uh, quarantine-free travel bubble between Australia and Singapore is uh, being discussed as we speak between uh, Lee Sien Lung, the Prime Minister of Singapore, and Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister of Australia, in the final stages of that agreement. And it means that uh, initially we'll see people who have uh, Australian visas and permanent residents and, and international students traveling back to Australia from Singapore. But after that, we will see tourists uh, once again travel between the, the two countries. And it's going to be similar to the travel bubble Australia established with the South Island of New Zealand this week. And this has all happened because the two biggest cities, Sydney and Melbourne, have reopened in the last uh, few days. In fact, uh, Melbourne reopened at 11.59 p.m., last night, Thursday night, and people celebrating there after 262 days of lockdown, the most lockdown city in the world. Uh, So yeah, really, really positive signs. Uh, And we also had a a press conference uh, with the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, and the head of uh, Qantas, Alan Joyce, and the Premier of New South Wales, Dominic Perrottet, about uh, Qantas really ramping things up as well. Yeah, we'll get to Melbourne in just a bit, Jason. But, you know, I want to talk about Singapore's rising COVID numbers, even with such a high vaccination take-up rate. You wrote an article about this for ABC as well. Is there concern over in Australia about this potential bubble? I don't think there's really concern, Adrian, because people are just fed up, especially in Melbourne and to a lesser extent in Sydney. They've just had so many restrictions on them for for so long. I don't think they realise, as I wrote in my article uh, for ABC News, uh, that what what might happen in terms of rising infections. You know, Melbourne, we're seeing more than 2,000 infections a day in the state of Victoria. Uh, you know, New South Wales, where Sydney is, it's, you know, maybe two or 300 a day. But those numbers are, are probably going to spike as uh, both cities reopen. And where I am in Brisbane, there's always that uh, concern that uh, we are going to see rising numbers once the state borders reopen in December. You know, and just yesterday on the Gold Coast, there was a case of a, an Uber driver, a man who didn't believe in COVID-19. He got very sick. He couldn't speak. He was so sick. Uh, he didn't check in anywhere when he went into restaurants and bars and cafes. He was infectious in the community for 10 days. So these kinds of incidents will happen to a greater extent when the national and international borders open once again. But I don't think Australians realise that um, even though the vaccination rates are up at 70 and 80 percent, depending on where you are in Australia, there's 
there's no guarantee that uh, infections will drop or that life will go back to normal. And Singapore is the perfect example of some of the challenges that happen despite having very high vaccination rates and a population that's pretty obliging and, and follows the rules. It'll be certainly interesting to uh, watch how this all plays out as well. Jason, you briefly mentioned Qantas there with Alan Joyce and furloughed employees coming back to work. What's the latest on this and what can we expect from Qantas in the months ahead? Well, as I mentioned, uh, New South Wales opens its borders to the world. I've mentioned this before with our discussions from November the 1st. And the carrier, Qantas, has announced several international routes will restart sooner than expected, including Singapore, but also Delhi, Fiji, Johannesburg, Bangkok, Phuket. And Alan Joyce, he's the Irishman who's the CEO of Qantas, says that uh, more than 10,000 Qantas staff will return to work by December the 21st. And, you know, it's really exciting that this is about to happen. Uh, You know, it's probably the biggest and best news we've had for two years. That's what Alan Joyce said. And he said the 20 months that we've seen over the coronavirus pandemic is probably the darkest period in Qantas's 100-year history. And we all know about Qantas's connection to Singapore as well. Um, Scott Morrison, in the media conference we had earlier today, said the rising vaccination rates meant that Australia was ready for takeoff. It was New South Wales that jumped the gun, I guess, on the other states by announcing that borders would reopen by November the 1st, which is just literally a little more than a week away. So it's very, very exciting that Qantas staff will be going back to work and ahead of this uh, you know, potential bubble with Singapore. We're in conversation with Jason Dacey, ABC News journalist, all the way in Brisbane, talking about the latest breaking news that Australia is in the final stages of concluding a quarantine-free travel bubble with Singapore. Australia is opening to the world once again. Jason, back home here in Singapore, Singapore Airlines will be expanding its capacity with Sydney with the Airbus A380 returning to the Australian city on December 1st. Now, of course, a huge plane. What can we expect from this service? Well, this is very exciting news. It made the uh, morning show here in Sydney, Brisbane and, and Melbourne, all around the country, actually, that the A380 from Singapore Airlines was about to uh, you know, recommence service to Australia. It's huge news because um, no, Singapore Airlines is really put up on a pedestal when it comes to the travel uh, that it's offering. You know, so it means that big numbers of uh, Singaporeans or Australians who live in Singapore or can fly in comfort on Singapore Airlines on a huge plane. And this is the first sign that the connection between our two nations, I'm a Singapore permanent resident, I'm an Australian passport holder, there are many, many people like me. It means that there is this connection, this this way of traveling between the two nations. And uh, I know, you know, my friends from Queensland uh, Tourism based in Singapore, you know, they're talking about coming back down here and and you know experiencing Queensland where I'm at. So it's so exciting, Adrian, that after almost two years, we're at this point where normal life will resume again with certain challenges. We've seen that in Singapore, but it is a step in the right direction. We just can't keep living the way we've been living for you know 18 months to two years. Yeah, it's great news for someone like you. You mentioned that you're a permanent resident of Singapore with an Australian passport. You could be here very soon. But Jason, also, this is not a VTL. Singapore has announced a vaccine travel lane with quite a few countries in the last two weeks or so, but this is more a travel bubble. So, you know, what's going to be different compared to a VTL? Well, I think that the big thing is, you know, for this travel bubble, it means that there is that freedom to enter each other's country without having to go through a hotel quarantine. You know, obviously, you're going to have to prove that you've been vaccinated. You've got the the double shots of vaccination. 
um, but it, it, it really means a lot of freedom uh, between the two countries and, and the fact that, you know, we don't have to think twice about traveling to Singapore for business or, you know, vice versa. Singaporeans coming here, international students can come back. They've been, you know, working online for the best part of two years. So I think it's all positive and it's all because of this close relationship that we've got between Scott Morrison and Lee Sien Lung. As you mentioned, Scott Morrison was in Singapore back in in June. Uh, and it's almost like this connection is, is different to many other countries that we have. Uh, you know, many Aussies, when I say I lived in Singapore for the best part of 20 years, they immediately have a story to tell me about being in Singapore, whether it's in Boat Quay or Gardens by the Bay or East mm. Coast. There's that familiarity. And you see it in Singapore as well with Australian products in the supermarkets. So I just think it's great uh, that now we have this uh, relationship that will continue to get stronger and closer as we head into 2022. And let's wrap up the conversation with Melbourne. The Australian city has emerged from its sixth lockdown since the pandemic began. You mentioned there it's been dubbed the world's most lockdown city. More than 5 million people have spent, you know, more than 260 days under restrictions. And, uh, you know, they were all at their bars and pubs celebrating, just like we saw in Sydney only a few weeks ago. So what's the reaction like? Oh, the reaction is just joy. Uh, you know, a lot of my colleagues at ABC News are in Melbourne and I worked with the, the world team. As that's where I'm writing the stories on Singapore and other parts of, of Southeast Asia. And they've just been in this terrible place for, for months and months. But at 11.59 p.m. last night, it all changed. And some bars were open at that time so they could serve people, you know. So people were out drinking after midnight. You know, it's not New Year's Eve or anything like that. Uh, but the other big thing is that beauty salons and hairdressers are now open again. We spoke, I think, earlier in the week about the fact that hairdressers weren't open during the, the lockdown period. So people have got this terrible hair. And so, you know, all sorts of businesses are doing really, really well. We have the Melbourne Cup coming up uh, very, very soon. That's the early November. So that means now that we're going to get a crowd for this horse race, which is uh, the horse race that stops a nation. And when I was a kid growing up in Sydney, you know, the teacher... I think it was 20 past two, we'd turn on the radio or turn on the TV and we'd watch it. So now with Melbourne opening, the famous Melbourne Cup will have a crowd. We don't know how big the crowd's going to be. But last week, the Caulfield Cup, which is kind of uh, part of the spring carnival in Victoria, had no fans. And that was so depressing. But now we're going to get fans. We're heading into summer. The Australian Open's in January. So the summer of sport in the sporting capital of Melbourne will go ahead. We've got cricket. We've got all sorts of things coming up. Big sigh of relief. And I know a lot of Singaporeans have that connection, you know, to uh, Melbourne and to Australia. So it's very good news. Yes, optimism has returned to the nation of Australia. And we can expect things to only get better from here. Jason, will we be expecting to see you anytime here in Singapore soon? I think I will start looking at fares. We just hope that it's not too expensive. That's the thing that we have to worry about, isn't it? Um, you know, is it going to be high fares? Um, Singapore Airlines is my favorite airline. Uh, so no excuse. I'm a, I'm a loyalty member with Chris Flyer. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go online, Adrian, and maybe uh, we can catch up and have that uh, lovely Indian food on Serangoon uh, Road like we normally do. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. We've been speaking with ABC News journalist Jason Dacey about the latest proposed travel bubble between us. Australia and Singapore. Melbourne is also out of lockdown. And um, it's always a pleasure speaking with you, Jason. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks, Adrian. Happy day for everyone and have a great weekend ahead. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.